0: Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about some tips if you're dealing with equipment below the pool's water level, what we call below sea level. I'll give you some pointers, some things not to do, and some things that you may want to be aware of when you're dealing with equipment that's below the pool water line. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service, save time and money, and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So, if you're just starting out in the pool industry, or if you have a pool and you just bought a house at a pool, and you notice that the equipment is set below the pool water line, this has a bunch of issues associated with it. This is common in California because a lot of people like their equipment out of sight. So they'll build it with the equipment down a little slope where you can't see it. The biggest problem with this is that since the equipment is below the pool water line, there's something to do with gravity and water will flow to the least area of resistance. So let's give you. let me give you this easy example here you have a 20,000-gallon pool, and you have the equipment three feet below the pool level. And for the sake of argument, let's say you're just really unaware of the fact that if you were to open up, let's say you're going to go clean the pump basket, and you turn off the pump, and then you go ahead and open up the pump basket, and you're unaware of the fact that water is going to be gushing out of here. And this is something that happens to a lot of people that are unaware of it. This happened to me when I was doing a pool that I didn't really realize was below sea level. Couldn't tell by looking at it, because I'm aware of what happens if you do something like this, but the pool looked like it was at the regular height, but it wasn't. So you take the pump basket, the pump lid off to get to the pump basket, and the water comes gushing out, and you're wondering, well, what's going on here? Why is the water gushing out everywhere? Well, that water is coming out back through the skimmer line, or in some cases, the return line back to the equipment, Until it gets to a certain point, which typically is below the skimmer or below the return jets in some cases, or both in combination, you're going to have a hard time getting that lid back on. Luckily, there's a few solutions. Number one, there may be some ball valves attached to the equipment that you weren't aware of. The ball valves are probably the worst thing you can put on, by the way, for this because the handles tend to snap off. Now, they do make ball valves and replaceable handles, but most people have the older ball valves on here, and by turning them over and over again, they snap off. So you just may see some ball valves with no handle. Then you're gonna have to run to your truck and get your channel locks and quickly close that valve off, and that will stop the water flow. In most cases, you have to turn off the, the ball valves for the return line as well as a suction line, and that way there's no more water flowing through the system, and you can successfully put that uh, pump basket back in and cover it up. Another trick would be to have a tennis ball handy, and what I'd like to do is stick it into the skimmer, and that kind of short circuits it. Some guys also like to create a kind of false water level. They have a two-foot PVC pipe with a one-and-a-half-inch threaded fitting, and they'll thread that right into the skimmer, and that gives the pool the... Well, basically it's physics because now that the skimmer has that pipe in there, the water can't go in there because that pipe is higher than the water in the pool. And that's another way to kind of short circuit the water draining out to the skimmer. But I've had pools where I have the the tennis ball and the skimmer and the water is coming back to the return line still. Not probably as common, but that can happen. So usually when I'm changing out a skimmer basket or cleaning a skimmer basket on an equipment pad, below sea level or below the pool water level, I'll make sure I have all the valves turned off, the return line as well as the skimmer line. And the best setup that i found is the builder will put in Jandy valves that can turn off the water flow. They're pretty easy for the builder to install over ball valves and they last a lot longer and they're much easier to manage than the ball valves are. So a really good hint for you if you get to a pool and there's ball valves in front of the pump, and there's ball valves on the return lines. This would be a good indicator that that pool is below sea level. If you do anything to that pool, you're gonna water's gonna come gushing out. And so typically, if you're in the middle of this and you didn't realize it was a below sea level, which I've, has happened to me, just get a tennis ball, stick it in the skimmer. That should slow the water flow down enough to where you can get the pump lid back on, and that should solve the problem. Now sometimes when you're doing repairs, you'll you know cut the plumbing without realizing or you may cut the plumbing without realizing that it's below sea level not that i ever done this actually i have done this i'll admit to it and i'm actually laying on my stomach at the pool looking at the water line looking at the equipment thinking how how was this thing below the sea level but it actually is it was a little bit below like just barely below but that was enough to where when i cut the pipe when i was putting in the filter water started gushing out of the pipe, and I was like, well, what's going on here? So I put a tennis ball in the skimmer, and that still didn't stop it, and it has stub pipes. So the good thing about stub pipes or any return lines, if it's running out the return lines also, having a rag on your truck is a good idea to stick in there. But I found that may not be effective in some cases because once the water gets absorbed in that rag, it's going to find a way through, and it may be a trickle and you can't finish the repair, what I like to use is what they're called uh, drying cameos, uh, C-H-A-M-O-I-S. These are the towels you use to dry your truck with or your vehicle. And then you kind of wring them out. They're usually yellow, and then you would be able to dry your truck, wring them. And then the material is made out of this special material. That's why they're, the term is cameos. And you just go ahead and take these and cut them. I cut them into pieces so they have them in my truck. So whenever I run into a situation where I need to plug up a return line, I just simply stick this in there and then push it in really good. And that usually stops the water flow really well. Now if they're threaded eyeballs, you can actually unthread them and put plugs in there, but most people don't carry the plugs for that. You can also plug the skimmer with a plug, one and a half inch threaded plug versus a tennis ball. I prefer a tennis ball because it's easy and just as effective and just something you just drop in there really quickly. And then you can use that pipe trick that I mentioned where you have a two foot pipe and then you have one end threaded threaded in there. That way the pipe sticks up out of the skimmer and that kind of tricks the pool because the water can't go down into the skimmer because the pipe is sticking up higher than the water level. If You can picture that in your head. You can build something like that to stop the water flow. One last method would be to deadhead the pump. I don't really want to describe it here in this podcast reliability issues, but if you do have an attached spa, you can actually use the Jandy valve to your advantage and deadhead the pump. Look at one next time you're there and see if you can figure it out, but I don't really want to describe it here because someone might do that, forget to put it back into the correct position. So basically, that's another option for you if you need to as a last resort. If nothing else is working, you can of course, do that if there's an attached spa, of course. But I'll let you figure that one out on your own. That way you can't blame me if you forget to undeadhead the pump, if that's the correct term on that. Tennis ball is really effective, and you really can't forget that you have it in the skimmer. Although I have turned on the pump with it in there. Forgetting to remove it, it's not a big deal. You'll hear the pump cavitate, and then you'll remember that you have a tennis ball in there, and then you'll just run up there. Of course, turn the equipment off, run up there, and get the tennis ball out of there. Push the tennis ball in firmly too. That way it doesn't pop out. So it actually fits really well in there. You just got to push it in there. Just a standard tennis ball, by the way, with the normal amount of air in there. And that's what I use. I carry that in my tote. For any time I need to turn off one skimmer with a two skimmer pool, or if I have a pool below sea level and I want to do something with cleaning the filter, or if you have to empty out the pump basket, one thing I highly recommend is if you have a pool below sea level, you minimize the amount of times you have to actually open up the pump basket again sometimes you have to turn ball valves and if they're broken you're using channel locks and then there's some you know difficulty or time time consuming is probably more than difficulty i should say it's more time consuming than anything to mess with it so go ahead and set the pool up to where you rarely if ever have to empty out the pump basket the way i do it is i put a filter sock or filter saver in the skimmer basket that way, any particles will be in the filter sock. It looks like a pantyhose type material, and they sell it at the pool store online. It's called a filter saver sock or a filter saver. Put that in the skimmer basket. And if there is a suction cleaner, get a canister like the Pentair canister or the Hayward larger canister. I think it's the 530 with the mesh bag in there. And that way, you really never have to open up the pump basket because no debris will get in there. You have that fine mesh basket trapping all the debris and then you have the skimmer sock in or the filter saver in the skimmer basket and that way you don't have to deal with it. The only time you have to actually do anything to turn the water flow off is when you are cleaning the filter. If you have to do plumbing on one of these pools that's below sea level and you're having trouble stopping the complete flow of water which could happen sometimes where even if you have rags in the return line have the skimmer plugged off, there may be a little bit of water trickling in there. Probably the only way to fully shut everything off is, you know, with threaded fittings and all the eyeballs and threading a threaded fitting in the skimmer. But basically, you can get a device called the Flood Plug. And I mentioned this in another podcast. It's a really handy tool. It's called the Flood Plug. And it's really hard to find anywhere. If you Google it, you're not going to find it usually. The best place to get this uh, product is on this site called toolsforpools.com. Pretty easy to remember, toolsforpools.com. So basically, if you're doing plumbing on one of these below sea level pools, you put the flood plug into the PVC pipe and then you'll stop the water flow. There's also like this rip cord on there that's gonna pull the plug out, hopefully without any problems. And the old school ways, is they put a rag in there tie a shoelace around it and then pull it out. So you want to put this in the PVC pipe that you're going to work on, push it far enough in, and if you're going to add a coupler to it, then you can go ahead and do that at an elbow. Once you get the plumbing to a certain height, and again, this may be a while, but you can kind of build this slowly, but once you get an elbow on there and raise it up, the gravity will come into play, and then the water won't rise any longer, and you may have to use a flood plug multiple times depending on how much plumbing you're doing. But this is a great device that can save you when you're doing plumbing on a pool below sea level. And it saves you from the old school method of tying a shoelace to a rag and pulling it and having the shoelace break or the rag not come out of the plumbing. And then you're trying to get it out with a screwdriver and trying to pick it out of there. Not that I've ever done that, but basically this will save you a lot of time and effort if you're doing plumbing on a pool below sea level. Probably the biggest danger with a pool below sea level is if a pipe cracks or there's some kind of leak. And this has happened before. I had a pool where the gardener had cracked the pipe. He was over there doing his thing in the backyard. And for some reason, he broke a pipe and the water started flooding out of the, draining the pool down pretty much all the way. A neighbor had actually called the fire department saying that there's water flooding the backyard. They traced it to the pool And luckily, they were able to figure out a way to stop the water from flowing out of that broken pipe. But that's the situation where you have to let the customer know that if anything breaks, if there's a leak or if there's a crack anywhere, this could potentially drain the pool down um, several feet. Sometimes drain it down all the way in some cases, depending on how the plumbing is designed in the pool. So just be aware that there is a built-in danger My advice would be if you can put the equipment anywhere else, not below sea level, go ahead and do that. I understand the aesthetics. If you have a hill and you want to put it lower down, that's fine. But in most cases, you can just build a wall around it or place it somewhere else. But putting the equipment below sea level has some built-in dangers, and it also has some extra kind of hoops to jump through. If you're ever going to service anything, repair anything, empty out the Pump basket, like I mentioned, you have to turn the water off to the pool. And in most cases, not just the skimmer line, but also the return line. Usually when I'm doing a pool I'm not familiar with that's below sea level, I'll just turn all the valves off just to be safe. And then I'll gradually figure out which valves are okay. I had an infinity edge pool that had the pool equipment actually down by the infinity edge, which is kind of weird and not recommended. So by the basin was the equipment. And there was an extra valve there for the basin itself. And I didn't realize this when I was turning all the valves and getting everything turned off, that there was one extra valve that I wasn't familiar with. And water kept coming out. I'm like, where is this water coming from? I have the return line. I have the skimmer blocked off. But of course, it was the basin draining out of the equipment. So wouldn't I advise putting the equipment for an Infinity edge way down there by the basin. It's probably happened to other people I always just turn all the valves off when I'm working with a below sea level pool and hopefully they're jandy valves. Again, I mentioned the ball valves will be broken off in most cases and just use a pair of channel locks to turn it. And hopefully you don't break it in the closed position, which has happened, not to me, but I've heard people do that. I would recommend replacing those. But then again, you have to replumb it and then plug the water off. And so that's a big problem. So it's a world of hurt sometimes with these below sea level pools for sure. And I would be remiss to mention that if you are working on any above ground pools, that by default, the equipment is below sea level. I had a group member that was bidding an above ground pool and he was kind of showing off in a way. And he's like, oh, look at all this debris in this pump basket. And he made the mistake of opening it up without really realizing What would happen so basically the water started draining out of there he called me in a panic and i told him plug up the skimmer the best you can and get that try to get that lid back on there and of course a lot of above ground pools don't have ball valves anywhere which is kind of weird but i would definitely recommend installing those if you're gonna put an above ground pool in and you get one of those cheap intex pools make sure that the equipment has some kind of ball valve to turn it off so you can actually empty out the pump basket without draining the whole pool down so by default, an above-ground pool is going to have the pool equipment below sea level. Make sure, again, there's some kind of ball valves or some way to turn the water off before opening up the pump basket. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website. On the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts that I recorded. If you want to enhance your business, you may want to consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great your week. God bless.